Yes, hello, this is Kenneth Andersen's podcast, and it's the 14th of, let's see what it is, April 2022. The time is 2014, and it is Thursday. Now, today we're going to be talking about uh, people who lie to you and deceive you, and what to do about it, and particularly what to do about it when comparing to uh, what Jehovah God wants us to do. Because it's very important to him that we are honest about what we are talking about, that we are not trying to deceive our fellow human beings. Why? Because Jehovah God hates a person who lies, because a person who lies puts him or herself in a position where they are basically turning their face away from Jehovah God and towards uh, the evil one, uh, Satan and his demons, meaning that the great opponent of Jehovah God, the angels that has rebelled against him, they love when people do not tell the truth. People who deceive other humans and have basically made it a a part of their personality, so much so that you cannot really tell if a person is lying to you, or there are, yes, there are telltale signs of it, but it can be very difficult. And this is what we're going to talk about and discuss today. Uh, what are the telltale signs of a person lying to you? And of course, we have to take this with a grain of salt. A person can also be nervous when telling a story, or nervous about simply just uh, being around you. So you have to, when you talk to another person, uh, take your interaction, interactions with that person in the past seriously. So if that person is relaxed around you and all of a sudden is nervous, that could be a telltale sign of uh, that person lying or deceiving you or trying to make the story better sounding because it makes that person uh, better sounding or it sounds uh, better in your ears when the person is basically um, putting something uh, over the story or something that makes that person more lovable in your eyes. So we have to, when we listen to other people talk to us, in particularly people who do not worship Satan, sorry, who do not, do not worship um, Jehovah God, the Almighty One, are not looking in the Bible every day and trying as good as they can to live by the rules that he sets, well, we have to take what these people say into a great consideration in our mind. Why? Because they can lie and deceive us in order for them to achieve something for themselves. Now, of course, I could talk at great length about what I have been experiencing of over these many years, and I've also done this in many podcasts, I'm not naming names, of course, but 
the, the story behind them is very important because it tells us about a person's mindset. What is the mindset behind uh, a lie? Could it be money? Could it be greed? Uh, could it be that that person is withholding something from you or wants you to hold something from another person, information from another person that could benefit that person. So we have to take into serious consideration what we are told and act accordingly. We have to act accordingly to Jehovah God, the Almighty One's words. And of course, we know that he wants people to tell the truth, of course. So... Uh, what is the telltale signs? When we focus on the right signals, we can many times discover when a person is not telling the truth. When a person is uh, being vague, if the speaker seems to intentionally leave out important details, it might be because they are lying. So if uh, the person speaking to you, you can feel that he or she is initially or intentionally leaving out important details, it might be a sign that they are lying to you. There's also vocal uncertainty. If the person seems unsure or insecure, they are more likely to be perceived as lying. <laughs> This was what I'm ta talking about uh, in the first couple of minutes, that a person can seem insecure or insecure And that could be perceived as lying, vocal uncertainty. And of course, we have to, as I said earlier, take into consideration your interactions with that person in the past, of course. It can also be that a person is indifference. Indifference meaning shrugging or lack of expression and are bored or have a bored posture, uh, can be a sign of lying since the person is trying to avoid conveying emotions and possible telltale signs. So we have to take this into consideration also. When a person is indifferent, shrugging, or lack of impression, and are even the body language is bored, they feel bored about what they are talking about. It can be a sign that the person is trying to avoid uh, emotions that could be a telltale sign of a person lying. Then there is also overthinking. And this is, or can be, one of the most important things in telling if a person is lying. If the individual seems to be thinking too hard to fill in the details of the story, it might be because they are deceiving you. So this is also important knowledge because if the individual is, seems to use a lot of time trying to explain him or herself, then that could be a person trying to deceive you, trying to make up uh, stuff that seems plausible, of course. And you can actually ask them to tell their story in reverse. Uh, that is also a good measuring point of 
well, if they can tell uh, that story in reverse, starting with the end and uh, ending with the beginning, uh, without hesitation, then that person might be telling the truth, of course. But most likely, that story, when they are trying to tell it in reverse, they get some of the stories mixed up, so to speak. So this is something that we have to uh, address, of course. There's also um, uh, facial expressions, telltale signs. It can be that um, a person is um, is grooming, basically playing with his hair or her hair, or pressing their fingers to the lips. It can be a telltale sign that that person is not telling the truth, of course. Uh, so why do I use uh, nine or ten minutes of my time explaining this? Well, because I have been lied to, and I know you have been lied to also in the past, and it is not a very pleasant feeling. It's actually a very unpleasant feeling. In particularly when a person is um, trying to get you to lie uh, on the behalf of another person, or if I have to withhold information from another person that can benefit that person, then all of a sudden that person lying to me is actually making me the boogeyman, making me a person that, well, if I... Uh, promise that person not to tell that person, well then, am I not a liar not telling that other person <laughs> that information that he needs in order for him to uh, get more money out of the other person? So you see that a person lying can also be a deceiving person, can also be a manipulating person, can also be a person that we should be very, very careful about that we should have a barrier because, yes, it's true that when we look at the Bible, it says that we should love our neighbor as ourselves and all the rest of it. That is true. But we also have to realize that we are living in a world where deceptful people are roaming about. Deceptful people, in particularly when people get a lot of money and a lot of power over other people, then the love of money can get them to withhold information from these uh, persons uh, so that him or he or she can obtain even more money for themselves. So, so money is, I believe, one of the greatest... Um, factors of a person lying. It can also be that uh, a person has been deceitful um, and do not want to put him or herself out there uh, as a person who had lied so that they need to continue this lie altogether so that they do not get caught. Because if a liar gets caught, it is, of course, embarrassing for that person Uh, obviously, of course. So, because that person do not want to get uh, <laughs> uh, thought out or uh, that person does not want to get found out, 
well, that person may be trying as good as they can to deceive themselves into believing that the lie that they are telling isn't really a lie after all. It is simply just molding the truth a little bit. And of course, these persons who lack consciousness, of course, conscious, they lack a conscious, they lack a voice, an inner voice telling them that they're, what they're doing is wrong. These are people that we in particularly should stay clear of, should keep a distance to, should say no to. Why? Well, because we might, if we become close friends with them, take some of their uh, bad negative human emotions on us, human behaviors on us, and we can actually become familiar with uh, the actions that they are making and say to ourselves, well, I can also do it because it is making me a lot of money when I deceive and lie to other people. So we have to, as human beings that worship Jehovah God, that clearly reads the Bible every day and has a close and their relationship with him, we need to stay clear of people who can affect uh, our worshiping of Jehovah God. And this is, of course, uh, extremely important. Uh, why? Well, because we as humans, we tend to shock our shoulders uh, or basically say, well, it does not really matter because we want to play it nice, so to speak. We want other human beings to like us, so uh, we want to be friends with them, regardless of their behavior. But that is not true in the eyes of Jehovah God, and this is what we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, the, the, the scriptures that we are going to read from is, of course... The Mosaic law isn't a law that we should obey uh, uh, today, but we should be aware of the, the way Jehovah God views us human beings. Uh, it's very important uh, that we get a grip of what he is like as a person and what he dislikes with a person. So the first thing here, it might be a bit... Uh, upsetting to a lot of people reading this, but it is important. It says here in Deuteronomy number 13 and verse 6, If your brother, the son of your mother, or your son, or your daughter, or your cherished wife, or your closest companion, should try to entice you in secret, saying, let us go and serve other gods, gods that neither you nor your forefathers have known, from the gods of the people all around you, whether near you or those far away from you, from one end of the land to the other end of the land. You must not give in to him or listen to him, nor should you show pity or feel compassion or protect him. Instead, you should kill him without fail, your hand should be the first to come upon him to put him to death and the hand of all the people afterwards. And you must stone him to death because he has sought to turn you away from Jehovah your God 
who has brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. Then all Israel will hear and become afraid, and they will never again do anything bad like this among you. So this was what the Israelites were to uh, obey. They were told that even close friends, even dear relatives, if they try to deceive you and try to get you away from Jehovah God, well, the punishment should be death, of course. This is not <laughs> something that we should do today, of course. So you have to relax and let me interpret the Bible uh, as I know it is going to be interpret, uh, interpreted um, by a loving and caring and kind person today. But this was 3,500 years ago. This was the way you should act accordingly to the laws of Jehovah God. And of course, many people stop here and say, well, that is very cruel. That is not a very loving and caring and kind God. But you also have to look a bit deeper here, look a bit further in what it is actually saying. Because the strange gods or gods that they do not really know, well, if you really look closely, you will see that the other gods that they worshipped, they demanded human sacrifices, meaning children, that they should slaughter children before their gods. So people worshipping other gods than Jehovah God was of a very evil descent. Of course, they worshipped Satan and his demons, so they cut the evil spirit from him, uh, explaining what uh, they should do to worship Satan and his demons. They should kill their offspring off, of course, uh, so that they... Um, could please the, the gods, of course. So we have to take this also into consideration that people who did not worship Jehovah God was not uh, pleasant human beings to be around. On the contrary, they were very evil, vile human beings that they stopped at nothing. Uh, they were violent, they were torturous, they were evil human beings who had evil thoughts all day long. And of course, if a person should be drawn away from Jehovah God, a loving and caring and kind God, unto the arms of Satan and his demons, well then, of course, the rule here was that you should not only shun that person, but you should also kill that person. Of course, this is not a Christian thing to even consider today, but we have to consider the mindset the Jehovah God had at that point that he knew that if, if the... Um, if the worshipping of him was not purified by alleviating a person like this, then it was like a cancer in the congregation that all of a sudden, very, very quickly, people would be turned away from worshipping Jehovah God and instead worshipping Satan and his demons. So he knew that people were easily deceited or uh, they were easily lied to, so to speak. 
they were easily pulled away from the worshipping of Jehovah God and onto the arms of Satan and his demons. So this is why the mindset, of course, uh, of Jehovah God is that we should shun people who lie to us today. We should not have anything to do with them. We should be of a person of integrity that knows that when another person lies to us, we should not, of course, do <laughs> like this, but we should shun that person. We should refuse to have anything to do with that person. And of course, if circumstances um, force us to have any interaction with that person, we should keep that to a minimum. We should keep that person at bay. We should stop having a conversation with him um, other than at a very, very, very small uh, you know, point in time, but um, what do you call it? You should be aware of the time that you spend with a person that are lying and deceiving you. It could be your boss. It could be a person uh, that you, well, you have to uh, work, of course. Uh, so a person that is above you, that is your boss, that is uh, lying and deceiving you, this is, of course, only an example, you have to refuse to allow yourself to be close friends with that person. You have to allow your mind to be altered in a way that Jehovah God wants us to be altered. And of course, when we read this, we can see that Jehovah God feels a great deal about this. He can actually be very angry at another person. He can actually want another person away from worshiping, from a person worshiping Jehovah God. So this is why I was also a little bit upset today, as you might hear in my voice, because another person also tried to uh, make me a deceiver, so to speak, make me a person not telling the truth. And of course, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> that does not work like this, because when I worship Jehovah God, I know what he expects, expects of me. And when he expects uh, that I do not lie, that I tell the truth and the whole truth, then, of course, I also get a little bit upset when a person tries to make me come away from Jehovah God, the Almighty One. As you might hear in my voice, it is a bit loud today because I am a little bit upset about this. And, of course, Jehovah God knows this, and it is only when I really immerse myself in the Bible, I know that I get that relaxing feeling again, that I did what was supposed to uh, be happening, that I did the right thing, that I refused to allow Satan and his demons to enter into my mind. So, Anger can actually become beneficial for us. Of course, not anger physically, but anger emotionally when people are trying to make us lie and deceive other human beings. Because it makes us 
more easily to say no, because no is, uh, I would say, the most important word that I can teach you in this podcast. Why? Well, because people who are just shrugging their shoulders and not standing up for what is right, they will be trampled over. Because people who deceive, they want people that they can deceive. People who say no, they know that they should stay clear of them. Because they might be revealed in the lies that they have been told. Or that they have been telling other people. So, without further ado, let's read out loud some more from the Bible. We have come to Psalm number uh, 28. Let's see here. It says, To you I keep calling, O Jehovah my rock, do not turn a deaf ear to me. If you keep silent towards me, I will become like those going down to the pit. Hear my pleas when I cry to you for help. As I lift up my hands towards the innermost room of your sanctuary, do not drag me away with the wicked, with those practicing what is hurtful, those who are speaking words of peace with their fellow man, while evil is in their hearts. Pay them back for their deeds, according to their evil practices. Repay them for the works of their hands, according to what they have done. For they pay no attention to the activities of Jehovah, nor to the work of his hands. He will tear them down and not build them up. May Jehovah be praised, for he has heard my pleas for help. Jehovah is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts. I have received his help, and my heart rejoices, so I will praise him with my song. Jehovah is a strength for his people. He is a stronghold, bringing grand, grand salvation to his anointed one. Save your people and bless your inheritance. Shepherd them and carry them in your arms forever. 29. Give Jehovah his due, you sons of mighty ones, Give Jehovah his due for his glory and strength. Give Jehovah the glory due to his name. Bow down to Jehovah in holy adornment. The voice of Jehovah is heard over the waters. The glory is God thunders. Jehovah is over many waters. The voice of Jehovah is powerful. The voice of Jehovah is splendid. The voice of Jehovah is breaking the cedars. Yes, Jehovah shatters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon ships like a calf, and Sharon like a young wild bull. The voice of Jehovah strikes with flames of fire. The voice of Jehovah makes the wilderness shudder. Jehovah makes the wilderness of Kadesh shudder. The voice of Jehovah makes the deer shudder and give birth, and strips bare the forest. And all in his temple says glory. Jehovah sits enthroned above the flooding waters. Jehovah sits enthroned as king forever. Jehovah will give strength to his people. Jehovah will bless his people with peace. Number 30. I will exhort you, O Jehovah, for you have lifted me up. You did not let me 
or you did not let my enemies rejoice over me. O Jehovah my God, I cried to you for help, and you healed me. O Jehovah, you have lifted me up from the grave. You kept me alive. You spared me from sinking into the pit. Sing praises to Jehovah, you his holy ones, or loyal ones. Give thanks to his holy name, because being under his anger is only for a moment, but being in his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may come in the evening, but in the morning there is a joyful cry. When I was untroubled, I said, I will never be shaken. O Jehovah, while I was in your favor, you made me as strong as the mountain. But when you hide your face, I became terrified. To you, O Jehovah, I kept calling, and to Jehovah I kept pleading for favor. What profit is there in my death, in my death, in my going down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it tell of your faithfulness? Hear, O Jehovah, and show me favor. O Jehovah, become my helper. You have changed my mourning into dancing. You have removed my sackcloth, and you clothed me with rejoicing, so that I may sing your praise and not keep silent. O Jehovah my God, I will praise you forever. 31. In you, O Jehovah, I have taken refugees. May I never be put to shame. Rescue me because of your righteousness. Incline your ears to me. Come quickly to my rescue. Become for me a mountain stronghold, a fortified place to save me. For you are my crag and my stronghold. For the sake of your name, you will lead me and guide me. You will free me from the net that they have secretly laid for me. For you are my fortress. Into your hand I entrust my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Jehovah, the God of truth. I hate those who are devoted to worthless, vain idols. But as for me, I trust in Jehovah. I will rejoice greatly in your loyal love, for you have seen my affiliation. You are aware of my deep distress. You have not handed me over to the enemy, but you make me stand in a place of safety. Show me favor, O Jehovah, for I am in distress. Anguish has made my eyes weak, my whole body as well. My life is consumed with grief, and my years with groaning. My strength is waning because of my error. My bones grow weak. I am scorned by all my adversaries, especially my neighbors, and I am dreaded by my acquaintances. When they see me in public, they flee from me. I am put out of their heart and forgotten as if I were dead. I am like a broken jar. I have heard many evil rumors. Terror surrounded me. When they gathered together as one against me, they schemed to take away my life. But I trust in you, O Jehovah. I declare you are my God. My days are in your hand. Rescue me from the hands of my enemies and from those persecuting me.
Make your face shine upon your servant. Save me by your loyal love. O Jehovah, may I not be put to shame when I call on you. May the wicked be put to shame. May they be silent in the grave. May lying lips become speechless, lips that speak arrogantly against the righteous with haughtiness and contempt. How abundant your goodness is. You have stored it up for those who fear you, and you have shown it before all men in behalf of those taking refuges in you. You will conceal them in the secret place of your presence. From the scheme of man you will hide them in your shelter from malice attacks. May Jehovah be praised, for in a wonderful way he has shown his loyal love to me in a besieged city. As for me, I panicked and said, I will perish from before you. But you heard my pleas for help when I cried out to you. Love Jehovah all you who are loyal to him. Jehovah protects the faithful, but he repays extensively anyone showing haughtiness. Be courageous and may your heart be strong, all you who are waiting for Jehovah. Number 32. Happy is the one whose transgression is pardoned, whose sin is covered. Happy is the man whom Jehovah does not charge with guilt, in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones vested away, wasted away because of my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength evaporated like water in the dry summer heat. Finally, I confessed my sin to you. I did not cover my error. I said, I will confess my transgressions to Jehovah, and you pardon the errors of my sin. This is why every loyal one will pray to you, while you may yet be found. Then even the flood waters will not reach me. You are a hiding place for me. You will safeguard me from distress. You will surround me with joyful shorts of deliverance. I will give you insight and instruct you in the way you should go. I will give you advice with my eye upon you. Do not become like a horse or mule without understanding, whose spirits so whose spitiness must be controlled with a riddle or halter, before it will come near to you. Many are the pains of the wicked, but the one trusting in Jehovah is surrounded by his loyal love. Rejoice in Jehovah, and be joyful, you righteous ones. Shout joyfully, all you who are upright in heart. So we see here, that Jehovah God wants us as human beings uh, to be of true faith to him. He wants us to be honest with each other, of course. He wants us to have an honest heart. He does not want us to be part of the wicked ones, the evil ones, the deceptful ones. He wants us as human beings to say no, and particularly to the entertainment that we have today. The entertainment is, of course, uh, violent video games, violent movies, uh, movies who portray people's uh, bad behaviors as something that you can allow yourself to be entertained by, the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 
at the mainstream media that constantly lies to you and tells you the solutions to your lies, this is part of the garbage from the garbage can that we should refuse to eat from. Of course, in that garbage can there are also uh, a competitive spirit uh, that people who compete uh, even in sports, many people would say, well, that is very healthy for you. Well, really not, because when two people are put in a, in a competition state of mind, well, the problem becomes that you view the opponent and the audience of the opponent as uh, not your enemy, but as someone you can resent, someone you can despise, uh, someone you can... Um, feel better at when you win and feel uh, anger towards when you lose. So even the competitive spirit of the world, we should also be very careful about. So, did we learn something in this podcast? Other than I got to speak what I really wanted. And of course, I can see that Some of the times, the microphone might be all uh, peaked out, of course. I'm sorry about that. I usually uh, talk in a calm and collective manner. But today I was a little bit upset, as you can probably tell. But I am all better now, because I knew I did the right thing, of course. I knew that I phoned the other person up and talked to that person and cleared things out. I told that person the truth that another person did not want me to tell. So we have to be very careful, of course, even with people we do not call friends, but people who are close to us, even family, even what they said here, you might remember, even close family members, we should uh, shun we should say no to, because in the eyes of Jehovah God, a person who tries to get another person away from him is a person not worth uh, um, using your attention towards. So, of course, the build, building of a relationship with Jehovah God, you have to start with what he wants us humans to do. He wants us to show love and compassion and kindness. He wants us to be honest with each other, always tell the truth. And he wants a person who only worships him. Of course, it's difficult, but not impossible. That is why I use a lot of time and effort to bring you these podcasts, because I know These podcasts are very, very important to me because it keeps me clear-headed. It keeps me aligned uh, to the path that I have to take in this life in order for me to obtain uh, everlasting life. Uh, when I die and get a resurrection, we all do this, we are going to stand before the heavenly throne of Jehovah God and be judged by Jesus Christ so we know Uh, or I know that it's very important to me to live a life according to Jehovah God, the Almighty One. And I also hope you agree with me, of course.
Because why can I know that Jehovah God exists? Well, it's very simple, really. I try to prove it to you in every podcast by saying that we are currently 7.8 billion human beings on this planet, and we come from the same place. We come from an sperm cell, which comes from an sperm cell, which comes from an sperm cell, and so forth and so on. That means that we come from something that you could place in the head of a top of a needle, but you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle, that's our father and mother, but you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle, that's our grandfather and grandmother, and so forth and so on. So, in my eyes, that is pretty intelligent made, therefore there have to be an intelligent creator behind it all. I know his name is Jehovah God, the Almighty One, and every person has a free will that they can start worshipping him instead of uh, the evil one and the entire world that, it, that is in the evil's power. Because worshipping Jehovah God means that you start a journey to mold your personality in the way Jehovah God wants us to be molded. And he sees that as the most beautiful thing a human being can do is trying to get in tune with Jehovah God, the Almighty One. And I hope you agree also with that. So, without further ado, this is going to be a bit of a short one, but I hope that uh, my podcast, although a bit uh, ill-tempered, you might hear in my voice, it was also beneficial for you, as it was for me, because now I know the way Jehovah God views us human beings, and in particularly our actions, the way we interact with other human beings, is greatly important to him. And of course, I learned uh, that um, saying no to a person who wants you to lie is very important to Jehovah God, the Almighty One. So I hope you love each other and are kind to one another. This is Kenneth Anderson signing off. It's the 14th of April, 2022, and the time is 2056, and it is Thursday. Bye.